escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Monthly, by dialing star 170 hash option 3 and follow the process. Or simply dial star 170 star 311 hash for a superb airtime purchase experience. You enjoy 100% bonus airtime anytime you recharge yourself with MTN Momo. Keep on talking with that 100% feeling. So, what are we doing today? MTN. Hello, good afternoon. This is the Midday News. The news is live on Joy 99.7 in Accra, Love 99.5 in Kumasi. Affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, including ATL and Castle FM, Cape Coast, also on Jubilee and Sun City Radio, Keta. We are live on Twitter Spaces, Facebook Live Stream, and my Joy Online Interactive app. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrosol, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrosol, always a delightful experience, and Duraplast, Ghana Limited producers of quality PVC pipes and water tank where Duroplast goes, water flows. Coming up, mobile users whose services have been limited due to failure to re register their SIM cards handed lifeline by the NCA. Okay. Make sure you go get your Ghana card number and then make sure you register. Those who have issues with it, they need to report it to the NCA so that the NCA can help them resol resolve it. Because there are people who, uh, you know, have their slips. But they don't have their card. Well, you know, so all of that needs to be dealt with. Well. Also, some users already lining up at various centers in an attempt to complete their registration. I wanted to make a payment this morning, so they said that the account I used to access before that I'm no longer used to access it. I'm a block line. I registered my SIM card, but for about two months now, they have blocked my line. We'll also hear from the National Identification Authority. I saw corruption fighting me left and right. And the champion that they were using was the board chairman, Professor Duajimai. He was the one who holding the PS and the guns and the bullets and shooting left, right and center. Daniel Domelovo recounts difficulties he faced whilst working at, as Ghana's Auditor General and as the Supreme Court declares his forceful leave by the president as unconstitutional, anti-corruption agencies say the verdict has significance for independent state agencies. It's about all the independent governance institutions and the extent to which the president have administrative powers over the heads of those kinds of institutions. Also in this package, government appeals to pensioner bondholders to stop picketing of unpaid matured bonds as finance ministry pushes for a meeting to resolve the impasse and in sports. Now the president of Kim Faisal wants a postponement of the last two games of the Ghana Premier League season. We'll tell you why. Right, and much later in the bulletin, working as an independent artist or allowing a record label to manage you. One of the advantages of an independent artist will be the fact that you, the artist, will be able to control your own creativity. 
We'll hear more from musician episode who's been sharing his views on this matter. We've got details of these and more here on the Midday News. I'm Bernice Abubeidulansa. Thanks for choosing us. This is Joy News, independent, fearless and credible. It's a pleasure to have you hear the details now. Mobile users whose services have been limited due to failure to re-register their SIM cards have been handed a lifeline by the National Communications Authority to have those services restored. There's an opportunity to still have that SIM card registered and all services restored. At least 9 million SIM cards today cannot be used to make or receive calls, send text messages or make financial transactions. Dr. Kenashibe is Chief Executive Officer of the Chamber of Telecommunications. Through the magnanimity of the, uh, the NCA, what is going to happen? And the, 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 first, the initial directive was going to be that we're going to block, we're going to delink, and then we're going to remove. But through the magnanimity of the, uh, the NCA, what is going to happen now is that, so they will block. So when we block, now all the fraudsters and all of that, you know, will not have access again. But then you have the opportunity, so you can do a call, you can send a text message, you can do data, you can do your mobile money. But you have the opportunity to be able to dial 4 star 404 hash to be able to register when you get your Ghana card. You also be able to check whether you're registered. So the 400 would also be working. And then so now when you go back with your Ghana card, you can restore your number with all the history that is behind it. Also typically like the police, if somebody has committed crime, in what we're going to do initially, it would have wiped up all of that evidence. So the police can still go back in there and be able to go and investigate it. And also for the about 7 million or so Momo. whose mobile money will be affected. What has happened is if you restore, you will get access to it. <coughs> if you don't restore, what was going to happen is that the Bank of Ghana has asked the uh, EMIs who operate mobile money to put that money in a, an account aside so that with the right evidence, you'll be able to go and get it. But what the, uh, the NCA has done smartly is that there is no timeline for this. So the NCA could decide that two days later, I am going to delink, remove. And then so you lose access to your You lose it. To your momo. No, you, you lose the access That's to your momo, now you lose it. Okay. The only way you do it is going to get your Ghana card. And register. And register. But if the NCA decide that this window they've given, after a week, they are going to stop it. What is going to happen is that blocks you forever. it will block you forever. You will not have your number. And you should bear in mind, even if this is the number you use to do your banking and your OTPs are sent on it, from midnight, what is going to happen? The telcos is about 9 million so for everything else. You heard Dr. Kenashibe, he's Chief Executive Officer of the Chamber of Telecommunications. Now, some mobile users are already lining up at various centers in an attempt to complete the registration process. Lava Firm's Nanabwati Yadom has been monitoring the situation in the Ashanti region. He joins us with more. Uh, rather. you've been interacting with these mobile users. What have they been telling you? Hello, Nanabwati. Well, we seem to have a challenge with that line. We'll try and get Nana Boache back on the line. But the story uh, is quite similar here in Accra. My colleague James Aveji has been interacting uh, with some mobile users. I wanted to make a payment this morning. So they said that the account I used to access before that, I'm no longer used to access it again. That I have to need the office. So this morning I said, let me come and see them. Because before, they have been wanting me to register quite all right, you see. But I traveled, you know, at Voter Legion, some places you won't get a chance to, if you feel come there till morning till three o'clock, you won't get what you want, you see. So I said, let me come to Accra back then, I will do it. Even this morning I made the call, 
uh, around 6 a.m. I make call for me. So, light now, I wanted to call somebody again. He's not going. So, I said, let me come and see them. You see? So, at first, they blocked your mobile money. Now, they blocked the call. Are you able yeah. to access data? No, even data too, I can't even access. I can't browse, I can't make call, I can't withdraw. You see, I can't access the mobile money again. Yesterday, I came and they said the network wasn't good, so I should come this morning. That's why I came. Uh, meaning you didn't register it at all since they no, were... No, I didn't register it at all. Uh, I'm here for my SIM unlocking. My SIM have blocked, so I have to come and unlock it. You, you didn't register it? I registered it already, but it just blocked. Did you get a message that it was the registration did you go through, so you have to register it again? It's, it's not the registration. The, the SIM itself just blocked. So I have to come and unlock it. So you don't know why it's blocked? Yes, please. Okay. You had some mobile users here in Accra. Let's go back to Kumasi. Hopefully, Nana Boachi Yadam can hear me now. Hello, Nana Boachi. You've been monitoring the situation in the Ashanti region. What have the mobile users been telling you? Well, Bernard, today we've visited some of these telecommunications centers in Kumasi. Well, a lot of people are tripping into their offices to get their SIM card activated after some of them had their SIM card deactivated yesterday. Well, according to some of these uh, mobile users that we, we engaged with earlier, uh, they had their SIM cards disconnected yesterday, but some of them had their SIM cards disconnected two weeks ago, with one woman saying she had her, her, her own disconnected a month ago. Well, some of them say that they have linked their SIM cards to their Ghana cards. So they do not see why their SIM card should be um, deactivated. I registered my SIM card, but for about two months now, they have blocked my line. I went to the office to register, but still, my SIM card is blocked. They told me the SIM card is blocked when I'm trying to make a call. Friday, my boy to off now. But what the only certificate for networking but within seconds been as I took on by emergency. My SIM got deactivated on Friday. We've been to several telecommunication centers, but the issue hasn't been resolved. I am told my registration didn't go through, but if they check, everything says otherwise. So you heard uh, what's happening in the Ashanti region, uh, Kumasi there. We know the Ghana card is a crucial document for this exercise and the National Identification Authority says it's made arrangements to ensure that it promptly provides cards to Ghanaians in need. Professor Kenneth Atifa is Executive Director. We know how many roughly, about 20 deactivated out of about 36 million or so, especially because it is a deadline. I understand that there are about 11 million SIM cards that risk being um, deactivated out of about 36 million or so. Um, and, and, and so we know how many roughly, about 25 something that have been done. And what it means is that across the country, we will have pressure at the NIA 
premium registration centers in Koforidua, in Kumase, in uh, Takrade, and on the Kwame uh, on the Independence Avenue at the Calbank um, head office. We will put our best foot forward, apply our best energies, our best intellect, and our best efforts in the expectation that with that level of focus and vigor and commitment that we'll be able to serve the greatest number of Ghanaians possible. Um, we don't charge twice. So if there is an exceptional circumstance, refer it to me or to any of our officers and we deal with that. There are people who fib. There are people who say things that are sometimes, just sometimes, untrue. That's Professor Kenneth Atifa. He's Executive Secretary of the National Identification Authority. Away from that story, former Auditor General Daniel Domelovo says his tenure in office was characterized by infighting with the board chairman of the entity, Professor Dria Ajman. According to him, his insistence on doing the right thing exposed him to attacks, which eventually led to his forced exit. The Supreme Court yesterday in a judgment described as unconstitutional the directive for him to proceed on leave in June 2020. Speaking to Raymond Aqua on Upfront, Mr. Domolovu said, despite the circumstances that led to his retirement, he does not regret accepting the job. Very, very heavily. Corruption was fighting me heavily. I could see corruption fighting me everywhere. Do you remember the type of audits that were commissioned and investigations commissioned? Do you remember that even Yoko was asked to uh, interrogate procurement process that I was not part of. And even that case, the High Court ruled to say that uh, the behavior of Yoko was unlawful, it was arbitrary, it was, they, they used very unpleasant words about Yoko. It is all attempt to get me into trouble. After that, the board chairman went and engaged his friend to come and audit me, a private audit firm. I don't know what procurement method he used to come and audit me. And which was also a violation of the Constitution because the Constitution clearly said it's Parliament which should appoint auditors to audit the audit service. But then the board chairman went ahead and did all these things. So I saw corruption fighting me left and right. And the champion that they were using was the board chairman, Professor Duajimai. He was the one holding the PS and the guns and the bullets and shooting left, right, every left and center. Mr. Domelovo says he's also saddened that the office of the president is at the forefront of breaching Ghana's constitution. This is the highest office of the land, the office of the president, which is at the forefront of violating the constitution, of violating laws of the country. I would like to plead with the office to desist from this so that we see the office of the president as the one which is at the forefront of enforcing or upholding the laws of the country. It should not be said that in a day the Supreme Court has decided on two cases that in all these cases the presidency was wrong. I don't think it augurs well. Former Auditor General Daniel Domelovo there. So what does this judgment mean for independent public institutions? Director of Advocacy and Policy Engagement at the CDD, Dr. Kojo Asante says, this decision will embolden such officers to work freely. The, the interpretation of the president's uh, of the president in terms of his powers, administrative powers under the constitution was far-reaching if it, 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 it did not have any commentary from the Supreme Court, if there was no clarification of interpretation of that particular provision of the constitution. So 
this is very, very important because it's not just about the Auditor General. It's about all the independent governance institutions that are set up under the Constitution and the extent to which, you know, the, the, the President have administrative powers over the heads of those kinds of institutions. That is what this ruling is addressing. And that's why, even though it didn't come uh, early to protect Mr. Domlevo, it should protect others in the future. Director of Advocacy and Policy Engagement at the CDD, Dr. Kojoa Santeda, let's stay a little longer with the Supreme Court because it has again in a unanimous decision dismissed a case filed against the regulation of plant breeders. Parliament in 2020 passed the Plant Variety Protection Act to regulate breeders. The law makes a breeder bound to any measure taken by Ghana to regulate the production, certification and marketing of material of a variety or the importation or exportation of the material. Food Advocacy Group, Food Sovereignty Ghana, dragged the Attorney General to the Supreme Court, contending these portions of the law are unconstitutional. The court, however, disagreed and dismissed the case. Legal Affairs Correspondent Joseph Akabli joins me with more. First, Joseph, who is a plant breeder under the law and what extent of control will government be exercising for which reason Food Sovereignty took the matter to court? And so under the law, a breeder is a person who bred or discovered and developed a variety. Uh, the employer of the person is also deemed to be a breeder or the person who succeeds the breeder in title by way of uh, maybe the person dies and passes on the title to another person. So the law makes a breeder bound to a control of Ghana in terms of laws that will be passed to regulate and certify them. It requires breeders to apply for a plant breeder right in order to undertake the activity. As far as food sovereignty Ghana is concerned, they make the point that the law constitutes an unnecessary infringement on the rights of farmers to save, use, exchange and sell farm-saved seeds and other propagating material. They also pointed out that it hinders farmers' rights to propagate material as same is hindered by authorization. Their lawyer, George Wayo, is disappointed in the decision of the Supreme Court. Our peasant farmers are at risk because if you bring in new varieties of plants and that is what they must plant, and you find somebody in Walewale or Sehubekwai in, in, in possession of such a seedling, that is the, the sanction the person will get. So there were a couple of issues in this act. But our, the government of our case, or our main case is that this act is based on the UPOF. And UPOF is a convention. That convention has not been rectified by the Parliament of Ghana. So how can we be made to obey an act or operate an act? Which tenant or which focus is on a certain convention? That's lawyer George Wayu. Uh, the General Secretary of the General Agricultural Workers Union, Edward Karawa, says the law regulating breeders is not in the interest of farmers. Why should we now be made to, uh, I mean, the communal knowledge is taken away from the community and then it now becomes criminal. You know, this is another form of human rights abuse because the farmers have the right, you know, to keep their knowledge. And just one day, someone from somewhere comes to say that, oh, this knowledge, I've patented it. Therefore, uh, they do not have access to that knowledge. They cannot use it. And when they use it, then it then becomes criminal. So it borders on human rights uh, uh, violation. 
Edward Carraway is General Secretary of the General Agricultural Workers Union. This is the Midday News on Joy 99.7 FM. To some other stories now, the Deputy Finance Minister Abnonse Asari has appealed to pensioner bondholders to seize Pickerton as she requests for a meeting on Tuesday to address payment problems. She made the appeal when she met the pensioner bondholders who resumed their Pickerton this morning. According to them, government still owes five coupons and four principals in arrears. Let's listen to the minister in a conversation with the bondholders at the finance ministry. Let's meet tomorrow, um, discuss this and look at the long-term payment for the principal. So uh, I would plead that tomorrow you don't come whilst we meet with you and see how best we can look at things. My father here is uh, shaking his head. But um, as I speak to you, as I speak to you, um, yesterday we, we, we collected or we were, we were given the coupons that were outstanding that we needed to pay. And then we are in talks with Bank of Ghana. And so I would ask that let's give ourselves tomorrow to have that meeting that you said you wrote to us, but we failed to respond. Let's give ourselves that opportunity to have that meeting. And then I believe that from Monday, you would see some payments being reflected. Also, you had uh, the Deputy Finance Minister Abnao Sayasari interacting with Pickerton pensioner bondholders. James Aveji was there for us. He joins me in the studio. So, James, that meeting is actually tomorrow. Yes. Uh, did the pensioner bondholders agree to meet with the Finance Ministry? Yes, they agreed in principle because uh, she made two calls. Let's meet and seize the picketing. But they say that they will meet uh, here tomorrow and the picketing will also happen. And so they will picket tomorrow 10 to 11 while uh, the other uh, members of the group are picketing. Leadership will be in a meeting with the Deputy Finance Minister uh, for an outcome into the payment schedule. And so uh, they are resolved that until these meetings won't change anything about their picketing, until the money's hit in their account, they will not stop picketing. So they are meeting and the picketing is also happening. That's uh, James Aveji giving us details of that um, interaction between the Deputy Finance Minister and pensioner bondholders. Uh, on the Midday News today, you have heard a story on how mobile users whose services have been limited due to failure to re-register their SIM cards have been handed a lifeline by the NCA. Uh, and also Mr. Domilevo recounting difficulties he faced whilst working as Ghana's Auditor General. Much later in the bulletin, working as an independent artist or allowing a record label to manage you. One of the advantages of an independent artist would be the fact that you, the artist, will be able to control your own creativity. The Midday News on Joy 99.7 FM is now time for sports and Fentu. Tayu Fentu is here with the latest. Yes, I'm president of Kim Faisal Football Club, Alaji Karim Gruza. He wants the Ghana Football Association to put on hold the final two league games of the season until the determination of a pending petition with the appeals committee. Kim Faisal lost his protest against Tamale City, which they accused of fielding an unqualified player in their match day 30 encounter. Faisal lost the game 4-0 in Tamale, but sought three points from the boardroom, which would have done their relegation battle a huge favour. But the committee dismissed the protest and said Isaac Mensah, the player in question, was qualified to play in the game. Guza has now accused the DC of conniving to have his club relegated. We are saying 
they should stop the league. Look, we have to sacrifice ourselves for Ghana football to do the right thing. Look how this is. I'm not a human being. I'm not paying the, the registration fee. I'm not paying my players. My main is the majority of Ghanaians in Chile. One I'm more than that. Me, white is white. Black is a black. We make a appeal. I think the appeal committee, they will do the right Asking Vice President Karim Gruza there, speaking to my colleague Delali Atiasi of Love FM. Now, Kim Faisal are currently second from bottom on the Ghana Premier League table. Six points from safety with two games left. Essentially, they will be relegated barring any monumental miracle. Thank you for the updates, Fentio, Tahiru Fentio. There now, consumers of water and electricity will be paying more starting today after a recent hike in tariffs by the PURC. And many Ghanaians are concerned that the cost of utilities will overburden them. The public relations officer of the Ghana Water Company Limited, Stanley Marte, has been offering some explanations. He says their production cost has doubled due to activities of illegal miners. Before we hear from him, let's listen to some Ghanaians. But this time around, it is going on very, very high. And she's pleading with authorities to uh, reduce the prices at least um, to her satisfaction. <laughs> All right, so she's also saying she pleads with government to do something about the um, hikes in the utility tariffs. You heard some Ghanaians there. Let's now listen to public relations manager of the Ghana Water Company Limited, Mr. Stanley Mate, offering some explanations to why we need to pay more for water. Uh, yes, um, exactly. It's getting more difficult because um, uh, the rivers are still polluted and now the alarm is no longer effective. And so we have had to now resort to polymer. And then the polymer is more, more, more uh, about twice as expensive uh, as the alum. And we have had to use them more. So we are using more chemicals. And then the chemicals are also getting more expensive. So the Stanley Mate is PRO of the Ghana Water Company Limited. Meanwhile, the Regional Director of Operations of PRC, Alhaji Jabaru Abubakar, says tariffs will continue to go up if illegal connections are not stopped. If they lose their revenue, then at the end of the day, it's going to affect their operations. So they are always demanding of the, the shortage in revenue requirement and uh, whatever the differences they have to. In the so, presentation so, so, so. on Saturday, for instance, there have been some <coughs> attitude of people burning poles. There have been some attitude of people doing illegal connections that normally will result to replacement of meters. And all this is now adding up to the cost of operations, which I think as a media uh, and a major stakeholder, you have to uh, try to turn your attention to. Jabaru Bukhari is Regional Director of Operations at the PURC. Now, a chain of mechanic shops have been ravaged by fire at a Sukhwindi Ashanti region. At least six vehicles, several engines and upholstery materials were destroyed. My colleague Oheming Teria, who was at the scene, reports shop owners have started counting their losses. It is not clear what started the fire. A joy loose team 
returning from a trip to Obuasi, stopped over and called the fire service hotline. Shop owners hailed the swift response from personnel of the fire service. The intervention was boosted by a downpour. Divisional officer grade two, Nicholas Opoku-Akins, is the Ashanti Regional Operations Officer of the fire service. The magic was that because around that time there wasn't much traffic along the line and because of that they were able to get here at an appropriate time and we've assessed the uh, devastation over here you could see that now the place is dark so we can't come out with the actual cause of the fire right now so tomorrow early in the morning the crew that were on duty will come assess everything and look at the possible or probable causes of the fire. Generally, when it rains, it reduces the extent of fire spread because any time the rain water fall on the fire. Meanwhile, the mechanics have started counting their losses. Richard Apiakubi is one of the affected fire victims. Among the bench items are all types of vehicle engines. These engines are cars of different made that belong to us and our customers. Some are also spare parts and vehicles that have been bent beyond repairs. Those vehicles we lost to the fires are the latest model of Honda SUV, Toyota Corolla, and many others. And before we go, Musician Episode says artists must carefully think through their decision to manage their own business or allow a record label to do so. He believes the two options come with challenges one must be ready to deal with. One of the advantages of an independent artist would be the fact that you, the artist, will be able to control your own creativity, control your own music. In a sense that um, most of the time, I know that labels would actually have a focus um, business-wise. So then it might change some, tend to change the artist's creative abilities and then get to, you know, put the artist in a space where it might not fit. But business-wise, it might create money for both the labels. And one thing we should know is one way or the other simply means that you're selling part of your music.